want to ride our bikes more it's just for a long time st louis hasn't been the friendliest of bike cities we're getting there with the help of course of great rivers greenway we're uh, joined by emma close vice president of communications and outreach for great rivers greenway and you've heard us talk a lot about the brickline greenway and emma before we go any further will you just remind people what the brickline is Absolutely. Great to be back here. And yes, the Brickline Greenway is this big idea of a little network of greenways within our overall network. So, of course, Great Rivers Greenway is connecting together the city of St. Louis, St. Louis County, and St. Charles County. And the Brickline Greenway specifically is the idea of connecting Forest Park to the Gateway Arch National Park and Fairground Park to Tower Grove Park and some kind of loop in the middle. So it's hundreds of destinations. It's up to 20 miles of Greenway, meaning a paved path where you can walk, run, ride a bike, push a stroller, roll a wheelchair, um, and up to 17 different neighborhoods in the city connected together. So the it's a big, I- big vision. Yeah. The idea for the Brookline Greenway has been stirring for how long? Really, the big idea, the original idea of Forest Park to the Arch was from the 90s before Great Rivers Greenway even existed. Um, but we have kind of been, have revived it and heard from the community that those north-south connections were just as if not more important than the east-west. So that general concept kind of got restarted in 2017 with an international design competition. And we've been working with community ever since to plan it together. And that is a big part of this. It's the important conversations you're having with these neighborhoods and the different establishments uh, in between. So tell me, where do we stand now with some of these conversations? Yeah, one of the things that we've heard about this project in particular is people really want to be able to connect to the place and to have it be St. Louis specific so that, you know, I forget how someone phrased it once early on, this shouldn't be able to be picked up and plopped in any other city. It should be a uniquely St. Louis experience. Mm. So part of that um, for us, we think about, okay, well, well, how could we do, you know, interpretation and storytelling along the way? Um, so that the experience of the Greenway itself is inherently connecting you to St. Louis, not by just connecting physically to places, but, you know, what are the what are the signs say along the way? Is there, you know, public art that could help to celebrate some of the stories of these places? And one of those in particular that we've been talking about is the story of the Mill Creek Valley neighborhood. And um, where is exactly is that? Yeah, this was, the, you know, the, the exact boundaries are, are a little fluid, but the A lot of it was demolished in 1959-1960, and that general boundary was about uh, Grand Street to 20th and from Olive Street on the north to about the railroad tracks. That's a pretty Um, big uh, swath of land. Pretty big chunk. Yes, it was about 20,000 people and hundreds of, you know, homes and churches and schools and all of all of that that were, um, you know, the people were displaced and then everything was demolished in the name of urban renewal. So if someone is listening and they're a city resident and they want their voice heard, how do they make it known? Yeah, so we've been doing a lot of listening over the last couple of years, and we are especially grateful to our partners um, like Lois Connolly at the Griot Museum of Black History and Gwen Moore at the Missouri Historical Society and then many of the former Mill Creek Valley residents themselves. Um, and we've put together um, a panel discussion happening this Friday 
uh, at 11 a.m., and then there will be a live question and answer session um, from 12 to 12.30 afterwards. So we would love to hear from people then. Um, and this, this uh, panel will be with all of our different partners. So there will be um, Susan Troutman, our CEO, Damon Davis, the artist that is creating the monuments to Mill Creek Valley along the Greenway, um, the Kalia Collier, the um, VP of Community Relations with the St. Louis City SD soccer team, and Vivian Gibson, a former resident of Mill Creek Valley and, and author of a, a recent book. Um, then Mayor Jones of the City of St. Louis and Dr. Terrence Finley at Harris State University. So it's a great conversation um, to really think about all the different partners in the project and, and think about this, specifically this one mile of Market Street. And Emma, you might have said this, but is it virtual? Can people, or do they need to be in person? Oh, yes, it is, it is all virtual. Um, so you can check that out at bricklinegreenway.org slash Mill Creek, M-I-L-L-C-R-E-E-K. And that has all the information. It'll be there as well as on our YouTube page and on Facebook. Um, people can tune in, and then it will be on YouTube and on the webpage afterwards as well. So even if you can't make it this Friday, you can watch it after the fact. Um, but we just really want to kick off, you know, continuing that conversation, but really elevating the voices of all of those partners and of the folks who lived there. Um, as the first of many, uh, you know, activities and programs and events to help learn about this place and connect to those stories. And Emma, I was driving along Highway 94 at uh, the Page Extension, and I saw a big sign that said Great Rivers Greenway. And I said, huh, it, it really does oh, exist yeah. even out here in St. Charles where I live, too. <laughs> yes, and that does. one uh, will take you from uh, Crevecourt, uh, or uh, from the river into St. Charles. Can you get there from Crevecourt Park yet? Yes. So Crevecourt Park has the extension that St. Louis County Park built that goes over basically the page extension over the river. And then you can pick up the Centennial Greenway that goes both to the St. Charles County Heritage Museum as well as um, those new, new, a couple of years old, those green bridges that you're talking about that hop over 364 and 94 and take you to um, basically the Walgreens on Yugi Road. So you can be a St. Charles resident and get to Crevecourt Lake Park and just by biking and, and jogging. Absolutely. In, in a safe exactly. environment, yeah, without having to yeah, cross on a highway. One time I even did that. I'm a city of St. Louis resident, and I, my husband and I hopped on our bikes and got on the bus and metro and got out to Crevecourt Park, and then you did that exact route that we're talking about to get um, actually downtown St. Charles and did a staycation for the weekend. <laughs> so oh, even if you're awesome. you know, going the other way, you can combine it with transit and, and get there that way too. So one of the things that we like to do is go out and, and do the Katy Trail out in Augusta and, and stay the night out there. But we can do it here without, you know, going all the way out to Augusta. We can do a staycation, like you said, Main Street, St. Charles, and one of the cute little places they have there and ride your bike to Crevecourt Lake or try out the new brick line and, and just ride your bike and, and get some exercise. Absolutely. We feel like the greenways are here for people however they want to use them. Some people are exercising or, you know, walking. Some people are just relaxing or hanging out with their family or their pet. Some people might use it for commuting or transportation. And, or like you said, maybe it's a little tourism. We're, we're all about it no matter how you use them. Well, and right now the leaves are changing. It's a beautiful time to get out there and enjoy it. Emma, I mean, I'm so excited as a city resident for the brick line, but what's the vibe? Do you feel like this is something that people have really gotten behind? 
Absolutely. We are thrilled with the response so far. I mean, we, you know, this is something that's been going since about 2017, but just talking to thousands and thousands of community members about this. I mean, for the most part, it's like, you know, can it be done yesterday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the way I have. feel. Yeah, but of course, we don't want to move faster than we work with the community to make sure we get it right. So we, you know, we're doing lots of listening still, but we are moving forward on design of several different segments and um, just coordinating with all the different partners, not only the, you know, residents and business owners and leaders, but also other projects going on. You know, the for instance, the stadium is under construction or Harris Stowe has some renovations going on in that segment I just talked about, but other, you know, developers or uh, Metrolink or, you know, other things going on as well, just coordinating with all the different infrastructure that, that exists in, you know, a dense um, city. Yeah, I kind of, you gave us a little bit of the layout, but will this connect like Central West End to Lafayette Square and Soulard and all, and the Midtown area? Basically, we will probably, we'll provide sort of a, a spine for those types of connections. And then there would be, um, you know, ways to get to some of those neighborhoods on like maybe a spur from this. So, for instance, um, you know, Trailnet has in some of their plans some ideas of connecting to Lafayette Square and Soulard. Um, that's a little bit south of the brick line. So hopefully, you know, working with the city of St. Louis or Trailnet or other organizations, some of those connectors can help to feed into the brick line or, or spur out from it. And Heidi mentioned that it is fall and everybody wants to see the leaves change. Is there a trail, uh, a greenway that you have in mind? You know this like the back of your hand. Is there a, a greenway that you know probably has the best sightseeing when it comes to the uh, trees changing colors? That is a great question. We actually do have that one of those articles on our website. There's a five great greenways for fall color if you search on our website. Um, I would say that um, one of the ones that's really great for that is the Mississippi Greenway and Cliff Cave Park in South County. Um, that is just a gorgeous area, and you've got the bluff, you know, looking over the Mississippi River, uh, we have, we just talked earlier about the Centennial or the Centennial Greenway that connects over in St. Charles. And if you're on the Creepcore Park side, the Fifi Greenway also goes from Creepcore Park over to the Maryland Heights Community Center. So that's another um, great one for the, the leaves. Um, and one other one I'll mention is the Merrimack Greenway mm. um, from Glencoe to Sherman Beach Park, also known as the Al Foster Trail and the Rock Hollow Trail. Um, those are that's just a gorgeous area this time of year. And each of those, even if you can't get to them, you know, biking, you can load up your bike and there's a lot right there that you hop on. Yes, and those are all on our website with links out to Google Maps so you can navigate um, to wherever you'd like to to park and yeah, ride or walk or run or however you want to use them. All right, and then if people want to learn more about Brickline Greenway or have their voice heard, bricklinegreenway.org slash Mill Creek, and that is taking place this Friday, 11 a.m. It'll be on your YouTube channel then after that. Anything else that people need to know? We A vision this bold takes all of us, and we are so excited for more and more people that get involved and share their stories with us, so keep it coming. All right, Emma Clues with... Uh... Great Rivers Greenway, it's always a pleasure talking to you and getting excited about this Brickline Greenway. Likewise. Thank you so much. All right. Take care.